Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Allison, for two hours today, during my show, I ran downstairs during every single break to try to talk to you. I was was, in a lot of meetings today. I I know, and I was giddy, and I had screenshots to show you and all sorts of stuff. Because (laughs) alas, Alice. Now, don't get the wrong impression here. I am not. I am enjoying this. No, I am enjoying this. Um, But I'm not trying to laugh at the... I'm laughing because a certain group of people decided that they were really important and noble in in civil rights uh, participants, march participants, and they're so they spend so much time talking about themselves and how important and crucial they are. Right. This point, this time, it was in Andover. This is back in November. Andover teachers who were making their ninety five thousand dollars a year on average. Mm-hmm. Who definitely needed to raise a few they, years ago. So they went because the numbers on the Massachusetts website are like from 2021. So okay. like, so they went on strike, mm-hmm. and then they got their their new contract, right? By, by, by holding the kids hostage, etc. And then, alas, today, uh oh, bad news. Strikes. One just ended in Newton with significant raises for the teachers, but another district in which teachers went on strike is now facing some tough choices. As WBZ's Christina Rex tells us, that district may need to cut teachers to fund the contract. As Newton teachers closed in on a deal, the school committee chair warned about the risks of expensive teachers' contracts in other towns. They proposed to lay off four percent of their staff to fund a contract they couldn't afford. That district, Andover. Have not been looking forward to this meeting. The school committee is considering cutting up to 36 full-time school jobs to make up a $2.7 million budget gap. Andover teachers held a five-day strike back in November, and the school committee chair warned that the pricey new contract could mean cuts to programs and jobs. It's potentially any job in the district. No final decisions have been made yet. We are here, whether we like it or not, none of us like it, but it's simple math. And there is no way to balance a budget deficit of $2.7 million. So I will be, obviously, tomorrow or tonight at some point, watching every bit of that Andover School Committee meeting that happened last night. Well, and this is what I was going to get to, because I don't know if you saw my tweet about uh, the live stream tonight, but... I'm so proud of you because me. this marks such a new time period for our relationship where you're now asking me where to find like New Haven Board of Alders meetings mm. and school committee meetings. You're suddenly enamored of local politics and I love oh, it's it. So, it's so good. It's like you've never appreciated the excitement of the local <laughs> politics scene until now. Now all of a sudden you're like all about finding all the videos of the local committee meetings and stuff and, and calling out all the people. You're like after the Instagrams of every local teacher. I love it. I'm so excited. Well, thank you. Thank you. But I, I must give credit to the Newton Education 
Newton Teachers Administration, whatever they're called. Association, yeah. The, the Teachers Union in Newton. Because they're such masters of social media. that And they're so... The hubris is so just widespread and, and magnificent that they put out these wonderful... And, and lo and behold, so did the... So did the Andover teachers. All sorts of videos, all sorts of... There's a, some very good TikTok talk, uh, posts as well. Just showing, mm-hmm. like, when we fight, we win. All the sloganeering with, like, huge song. All the songs... It's funny. The themes of the songs are all, like, triumph. Self-affirmation. <laughs> a- you know, we did it together. Here's a here's a good example. This is, this is a, a TikTok. This is done by... All other teachers unions around the state saying, Union Strong, we stand with you from all the teachers in Malden and all the teachers standing in Standing with who? Newton or Andover? St- standing with Andover. These are oh, the back in November. Said, back in November, who, who, who said, push them into striking. Say, do it. It's mm-hmm. the right thing to do. Malden, Danvers, another Malden one. I'll be there for you. The theme from friend. All your friends are there for you. They're all your friends sticking with you, showing all these these uh, things of uh, support. And it's just it's just wonderful. This one lady, by the way, named Deb, who's on TikTok. She's not even from Andover, but she went up there to strike with them and put together some great uh, videos on TikTok. It's showing going along the street there, showing all those teachers handing out pizza to them. Yeah, we got this. We got this. When we strike, we win. The empowerment song is playing. You see. We're finally going to get paid more than $95,000 a year. <laughs> they were really oppressed, honey, okay? Jeez. It was basically then, slavery until their new right. contract. And then comes the fact that now they're going to have to get sliced and cut, and they're going to cut a whole bunch of teachers. And the, the one of the posts today, this is from the Andover Teachers Association, mm-hmm. shows, like, this is what the superintendents want. It's a cartoon showing one teacher and thousands of students... Well, wait a minute. It's not what the Andover people wanted. This is what you wanted. You right, wanted, they wanted you, you to have a reasonable rate of pay in order to be able to have more well, of you. This is what it's you so wanted. It's so funny because... I want, we want all the things now and everything, and it's just us, and it's our win, and it's civil rights, and we're really important, and this is important, so we're singing the songs, Newton teaches love Newton. Yeah, it's all about, wait a second, we're not allowed to feel a downside. Right. No, we're not allowed to have downsides. We have to get paid through COVID. We have to get pay raises through all this stuff. It doesn't matter. If the town doesn't have enough money, no, we, we, it's us. Well, there but you go. Congratulations, like, us. It's so funny because that's like a general economics principle. And it's funny because, so when I was at Tufts, which would have been like in the 2005-ish to 2011-ish Once era. again, before, let me put a pin in that for a second. Mm-hmm. Alice did the Naked Quad Run. If anybody has not do a the documentation naked quad of Alice Shattuck doing the Naked Quad Run, I did not. I will pay you. I was not on campus on weekends because I was working like 40 I have hours every I have weekend. Moles. I was not. Anyway, so, I and I majored in economics and the economics department told us, and I don't know if this is true or not, but my economics professor told us this, um, which is because essentially... What economists call it is that wages are sticky, right? Like when the economy changes, it's tough to revise people's wages downwards, right? So like instead of paying the market value when the economy gets worse, you're paying people more than they're worth, which is why you have to lay people off, right? Because it ends up at like not an equilibrium because wages are sticky. It's not built into contracts to like cut people's salaries. So what our economics professor told us, and I don't know if this is true, but that like when the economy went sideways and they were going to lay people off, the whole economics department, because they're nerds, decided that they would all like take a pay cut to avoid layoffs. Mm -hmm. Because that's like the way that you avoid layoffs. Right. Yeah. Because you're getting paid more than the market rate. And so that's why you have to lay people off. Yeah. And I know a guy who's very astute in media, who's both been in radio and TV and is now back in radio, who saw the writing on the wall for a certain radio company like a year ago and redid his contract that included a pay decrease. 
because he doesn't want to get whacked. Right. It, or it, other people to get whacked, too. Right. Just to give people the benefit but, of the doubt that it's not like purely selfish so that they don't get whacked personally. Right. Numbers but, don't have feelings. I, mean, they don't, I hate right. to tell you. Like, if people can't make the company go, then you don't always get to get your wages go up and have everybody continue to be employed. Correct. Like, so, they have to sell enough stuff to continue to pay you. So, uh, a listener sent this to us. Um, this is a story of a Newton mother seeks damages for teacher strike, which, of course, right. I, I love. I think it's fantastic. It comes with a little bit of audio here. There are over 11,000 students at the Newton Public Schools. We are not the affluent city that makes us look like in the news. NPS is a mosaic of diverse backgrounds, including Metco students, ESL learners, immigrants and refugees from over 50 countries. Oh, this hits the left where it hurts. with special needs oh, yeah. and students from minority groups. We are a blend of families from every socioeconomic status. Today, I want to voice the request of my family and of the many other NPS parents and their children. Open the schools now, tomorrow. The ongoing strike potentially entering its ninth day as tomorrow, has gone beyond a mere disruption. It is now a significant infringement on our children's right to education, guaranteed under Massachusetts law. This issue extends beyond the inconvenience of altered schedule. It's about the future and well-being of our students. As a parent, witnessing the daily toll this strike takes, I can attest to its profound impact. Our children are missing out on crucial educational and social experiences. Kids who need services miss out on critical support. It's time for us to bring this situation to a close. We need to send a clear message tonight. Open the schools immediately tomorrow this woman's name is Lital asher doton um i would assume just looking at her facebook page that she is from your part of the world alice Uh, my part of the world i would assume she was from (laughs) she was from a slavic uh area okay i'm not sure but uh yes and you know what's interesting about it so i've so i looked at the at the uh at the uh post Mm-hmm. Uh, a first on Twitter, right? That was sent to us, and there's two. And first of all, I'm surprised that she's even still on Facebook. I can assume she's getting murdered on Facebook because these are the most sensitive people I have ever dealt with. Oh these yeah, these teachers and the people supporting them, even are just so the people sensitive. on Twitter who aren't a bunch of psychotic oh. boomers, generally speaking, are like out of their minds angry at you for even like just posting video of the teachers' own protests. Yes. And, <laughs> it, yeah. So listen to this. This is, it's posted on Newsbreak, uh, this article that, mm-hmm. that that he gave me. There's two commenters. Oh, well, actually, it says there's 54 commenters, but I don't know. I see two that that I like. One, one guy says, it might be an unpopular opinion, but I think she's right. Parents had to literally stop working for nearly two weeks because teachers in Newton pulled this bleep. Two weeks can be detrimental for some families not to work. I was a teacher and at first was in total supporter of the strike. However, what made me turn the other cheek is watching them parade around. First like of all, a, wrong use of turning okay, the other but, cheek. But, first, but, 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 okay, but however, what made me turn the other cheek is watching them parade around like it was fun, literally dancing around. These weren't teachers who were struggling or even fed up with the mistreatment. These were entitled and pretty and petty grown-ups. Nothing more, nothing less. Newton teachers literally make more than four times the salary I made as a teacher. They are paid well. I would happily take over their position. Hope these parents do get some help. The response to this guy. I assume they were not understanding and kind. Yes. (laughs) Tell her to shut up. It's over. Nobody had a party during the mess. Right. Mm. Teachers go above and beyond for your brats. Deal with your dysfunctional homes. Uh, uh in their classrooms because your kids overindulged anyway. Your uh, kid is overindulged and anyway. they want people to pay their salary? Like, deal, to deal with your dysfunctional homes. They go above homes. and beyond for your by brats the way, and your dysfunctional homes. It tells you what the teachers think about. Oh yeah, that's what they think of you. 
Be thankful it's over and move on. Just take it, in other words. Lawsuits aren't solving your domestic issue. You need to. You need to. City of Newton will be fine. Taxes will be raised. But your teachers are committed. Like, this is probably obviously a teacher or somebody, a teacher ally. It's like, okay. Those are crazy people. Crazy people. And I don't know. You probably don't want to talk about her personal teacher dispute on here that we had this uh week. no no I wouldn't. but yeah just for personal reason but yeah i uh <clears throat> i but, like so entitled so bossy about like your life and your decisions and i don't know it uh, i mean i have to work right now but yeah Makes you makes you long for homeschooling. It does sometimes. These people. And by the way, like, not as a threat or anything. But if you take your kids out and say you're going to homeschool at the beginning of the year and you hold them out until the first week of October in Massachusetts, that's when they calculate the state aid based on the number of pupils in the school. So then, if you send your kid back after October, they don't count for the funding, but you still have to educate them. Ooh, ooh, what are you suggesting, Alice? It's not a threat. What are you suggesting, Just young saying. lady? All right, I'm going to move to Joe Biden here. He's having mm-hmm. a tough, a tough um, week. Absolutely, there is some movement, and I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, maybe choose my words. There's some movement. The slur. There's been a response from the. Uh, the, the, there's been a response from his eyes are closed, which the is opposition. <laughs> but um, it, uh, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas. But it yeah. seems to be uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. Okay. Also, he had. We didn't talk about this yesterday, but he had this other gaffe where he mentioned a dead man. People have pled guilty. Doesn't matter. Peter Brown's been dead like 50, 50 years. Yeah. So he's messed up in this. Anyway, Peter Ducey mm-hmm. decided to ask a little bit about this to, um, is this the right best one to play? Uh, okay, yeah, we'll start with this. Peter Ducey decided to ask Karine Jean-Pierre about this. How is President Biden ever going to convince the three quarters of voters who are worried about his physical and mental health that he is okay, even though in Las Vegas he told a story about recently talking to a French president who died in 1996. I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole with you, what? sir. What is We're going to go. Hole? Go ahead. He said go he ahead. talked to Mitterrand. Go ahead. In you saw the president in Vegas, in California. You've seen the president in South Carolina. You saw him in Mich- Michigan. I'll just leave it there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, <laughs> the the thing is that her precise job is to fix mistakes like that. Cleanup right. is her job. She her she is paid. All she has is I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. No, she has to go down the <laughs> rabbit hole. She has to have. They have to have workshopped an answer for this that makes total sense that assuages the American people and prospective voters. The fact that they don't, that they didn't think to do this, and that well, she's they don't want to bother. They're just the insulting question, you at this point. Well, well, right, but uh, I mean, uh, his base is crackling. I mean, what do they want? I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole. No, you're ju- you're the person who does rabbit hole stuff. That's what you do. When mm-hmm. the president gets a Hummer in the room off to the side of the Oval Office, and it's a tough truth to know, you workshop an answer. You go down that rabbit hole and explain to know, indeed, there was no per- personal relationship between the president and the intern. She delivered him a pizza one day. That's it. You fix it. You just don't leave it out there like that. It's so, I mean, do your freaking well, job. Well, but this said whole administration. God damn it. How long have they been calling this person a historic first and never asking her to do her job? Really? <laughs> She's seriously terrible. Do your job. Jen Psaki would have done her job. Right. Anybody in the Obama's administration. But the whole administration. Said, Kirby would have. If Kirby was right there. He would have just pushed her aside. <laughs> had an answer. But you, he's a white man. You can't you, just have him pushing to, the historic don't first you aside. Stand like that. If she doesn't go down the rabbit hole. Then that's that's it, the news bite right there, right? But this entire administration, start to finish, is just purely an insult to the voters' intelligence. Do you have the cut that I sent us where he's uh, talking about why he can't do anything on the border? Is this Ducey? What who, are you talking? Is this the Ducey cut? Who's, it's who's the talking? Um, <clears throat> Biden's talking. The only reason the border is not secure. 
Uh, I'll resend it. Hang we, on. we got a lot of stuff between us today. Hold on. I gotta, okay. Hang um, on. I'll resend it again. No, Wait. it's not the Hamas one, right? It's uh, Biden telling us why the border's not secure. He's found the reason why the border's not secure. Uh, hold on. Okay, I got it. I got it. Here we go. Here we go. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA <laughs> Republican friends. What? Okay. <laughs> you can go now, with there, that, there are but some... the border worked during the Trump administration, and now it's not working during the Biden administration. There, so... are, there are some who will choose to know that as the fact, but <laughs> there aren't many. Is it over 50%? Is it 50% plus one of the voters? Uh, no. <laughs> because... Here's Peter Ducey along those lines. So you guys talk a lot, including today, about how the border wouldn't be such a big deal if Congress would have just passed your immigration bill on day one. Who was in charge of Congress on day one? So it's been three years. It is not a good sign when a reporter is in the White House press briefing room, takes all the time in the world to comfortably wind up, and throws a question that is the news bullet. Right. Just that the question has been asked is there needs to be no answer. Right. Whatsoever. And he's, I mean, it's a great question, obviously. It's one that can't be answered, and it certainly can't be answered by because a person Because Donald who, Trump and the MAGA Republicans right. have somehow, while not in power, opened the border. So you guys talk a lot, including today, about how the border wouldn't be such a big deal if Congress would have just passed your immigration bill on day one. Who was in charge of Congress on day one? So it's been three years. It's been three, three whole years. Oof. More than three years. More than a thousand days. And look, this is a difficult issue, obviously. This is a difficult issue. And Did she hear the part where he told Congress her that Democrats ran Congress? Right, Congress, Democrats, Republicans have to act. But in those three years, it is true that Republicans have gotten in the way. They just have, Peter. They just have. They have consistently used immigration, the immigration system, the broken system, as a political stunt. That's what they've done. They've gotten in the way in trying to get more Border Patrol agents. They've gotten in the way in actually trying to fix what's happening, the challenges at the border. They did. What Republicans have done is distribute some of these illegals to Democratic cities. That's what right. they've done. Which is why we're all talking about this now and why his Which credit rating, to Ron DeSantis, by the way. Yeah. I know some of you in the chat right now do not love Ron DeSantis and I understand he's not like the best campaigner and he's awkward and he's weird and he's not natural and funny like Trump is. I get it. The immigration thing and the thing where Republican governors send immigrants to liberal places that have declared themselves sanctuary cities, that is a Ron DeSantis baby. Yeah. That is. He did that. A bunch of people called it a stunt. A bunch of people said it was like, you know, just politicking and not going to do anything. And that has changed the conversation. Well, totally. Not that Trump didn't change the conversation on immigration in a lot of ways. Nobody would have talked about building a wall if Trump hadn't done it first. Like, I get that credit to Trump, too. But the thing where Eric Adams and you know, whatever the new Chicago mayor guy's name is mm -hmm. and all these people and Maura Healy are complaining about illegal immigrants. That's a Ron DeSantis thing. Well, absolutely. And actually, Ron DeSantis has to give some credit to a lot of these NGOs because a lot of these NGOs distribute these people into blue cities for the most resources. They know exactly what they're doing. So for DeSantis to see this or... or uh, um, Greg Abbott to see this and say, hey, you know what? What a great idea. Just get the buses down there and get these people moving. Ask them where they want to go. The moment they say, the moment they say uh, Massachusetts, tell them that Martha's Vineyard is the nicest part and get them there. And it's a great, it's it's just, these these people are so cynical and so bad for society and we're now, we're more susceptible ever to um to minds being warped permanently in this country being damaged permanently and you know for the first time today mm -hmm. 
I actually, while looking for, between yesterday and today, yesterday looking for drag queens at Jasper White Summer Shack, and today uh, looking for Andover teachers, mm-hmm. I it clicked on me to, even though I can't use my own TikTok account, I can't get into it anymore, <laughs> to see how TikTok is used for news. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I did it, and I scrolled through, and I saw all the stuff there. You, you put on Newton Teachers and the TikTok talk. Sorry, Andover Teachers. It's all pro Andover Teacher stuff. Right. All sorts of different things. It but that's why Libs of TikTok was a successful account. But it is interesting to note, given that like a huge percentage of Gen Zers claim they get all their news from TikTok. Right. That's like what they do. And so you and I are on Twitter all the time because we're addicted to it and we have a problem. But like that's no, Gen Z. I don't Z think that's true. Well, oh, well, I'm well, on you Twitter do. all the time. You have a problem. I definitely. like Twitter. <laughs> um, but that's like Gen Z does that with TikTok. You tend to be more a podcast person. I don't really like to listen to news podcasts oh, per se. You're I, missing out. I know, but it's just not my, that's not how I like to consume news. But you like podcasts. I like Twitter. Gen Z likes TikTok. That's so, I mean, it is kind of important that so much of that stuff is out there because that's like, that's our daughter's contemporaries. That's where they learn everything. Yeah. And I can see why. I can see it's it's a fun way to intake stuff, but on, at least on TikTok, there's I, I should probably duplicate everything that I do for TikTok, but I don't have can't get into my old account. So the one with all the chickens for some reason freaking TikTok. Maybe you should just make a new one, and if you recover oh, the sucks. old one someday, then fine. Or you should get in touch with like the TikTok customer service. I don't know, but I don't want to use TikTok on my device because I don't want the Chinese spying on me. But you can I, have the I'm Chinese spy on you. you. You can spy on You're me. fine. Uh, okay, here's uh, moving on. KJP answered another question this time on Israel. Yesterday, the White House Office of Management and Budget said that the president would veto a standalone Israel aid package uh, coming out of the House. Is that still the case? Yeah, that's still the case. I mean, this particular, uh, this particular, um, uh, uh, you're talking about what the House, the House put put forth. Look. Um, and you heard, from, I, I tweeted about this as you, you the sack Oof. came out as you just stated. Uh, look, the president put forward, and I said this before, a, um, a national security supplemental. And the reason why the president puts forth a national security supplemental is because, ever, like every other president, it is an emergency request. It is an important request on behalf of, uh, of Americans in our national security. And that included the support of Israel, Ukraine, and, and our partners in the Indo-Pacific, as I was just talking about, as well as a robust, robust humanitarian assistance as well. Now she's at the point where she's pretending not to be looking at the traffic keeper, as she absolutely is. All important so that we can, t- can continue uh, to, to move forward in, in these elements in, in a way that is important to our national security. And instead of working in good faith... Uh, is there anything more fake? Then in person, Jen Psaki telling KJP that she's doing a great job. Would there be any more fake transaction than that? <laughs> You're fantastic up there. I'm so envious. Women are so evil. It's neither here nor there, but they are. Uh, let's. Oh, there's a great campaign ad out. A great campaign out. A Trump campaign ad, which is a campaign ad that we all thought he should be making. But check it out. This is this is just absolutely right on. It starts off with showing the beating of those cops by those illegals. Six men have been charging that brutal attack caught on camera. A shocking act of violence. Two NYPD officers beaten in Times Square. All of those arrested were released without bail. Why? Did these four individuals be released on their own recognizance? The Biden administration is fighting to release as many migrants as quickly as possible. I'll reverse Trump's detrimental asylum policies. There's no need for us. Biden administration reversed Trump's policy on remain in Mexico. Joe Biden to stop construction of the border wall. It's a new day on the southern border. Here we go. The policy that made it easy to kick out migrants is gone. He inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration and he immediately reinstated cash and release. And so when they apprehend people, they let them go. I'll reverse Trump's detrimental asylum policies. Says showing the dude giving the double bird, the the guy who yeah, the guy who attacked the cops yeah, and it says Joe Biden is giving you the finger. <clears throat> well, right, and it's a great ad. Yeah, everybody knows that's why it's so absurd. Biden going out there and being like, 
Trump and the MAGA Republicans opened the border. Like everybody knows that's not true because we were there and lived through the Trump administration. It's the same thing when he posts these dumb graphs. Did you see the one he posted where he was showing how many jobs he created compared to Trump? Lost us jobs. Oh, God, yes. They just dump in COVID yep. into Trump's numbers as though that's like a real thing that was Trump's fault. So people were there in the Trump administration. People remember it. People well, remember yeah. the Trump tax cuts. 80% of Americans got a tax cut under the Trump tax cuts, right? Like people were there in that economy. People well, remember yes. applying for jobs in that economy. People know that the Biden economy is different. And by the way, like, they keep touting the number of jobs made. A big percent of these are part-time jobs. And you know and I know, we both know people who've been looking for work in this economy. Mm-hmm. And it is not as advertised. Like, forget all that. We've obviously talked at length about all the inflation stuff and this and that. And, uh, you know, all those pieces. But them saying they're creating all these jobs. Like, I was there for the job market a couple of years ago. And I'm seeing people live through this job market now. Like every job people apply to has hundreds of applicants. People are, it's like not what they're saying about like jobs created and can't fill positions. That's not true anymore. Like it's, it's a tough economy to get a job out there. People are out of work for a while and it's hard. And like, we both know people who've gone through this and it's, that's the reality. Like you can't fool people on the economy. No, you because can't. Because people and, live through it. Well, and also, like, the most the most see-through lie at all is to take credit for jobs of people returning to work after COVID as job right. growth. Like, that's That gross. doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. You don't get that. You don't get that. You know, we don't get, like, all the troops returning after World War II as job creation. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Seriously. It's like, it's a, it's a very weird instinct that they have to continue to tout those numbers. And... I mean, I can't help but feel that every time they do that, it's counterproductive. Every time you tell people the economy is actually good, what you're feeling isn't real. Well, also, like two years ago, yelling at gas stations, Joe Biden telling Mm -hmm. gas stations to stop price gouging. It's like, dude, that was you. You know, you caused us to be spending four bucks per gallon per gas. And the scapegoating thing, I think people see that, too. Say, wait a second. It's never your fault. It's always either Megatron. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Trump did it, or corporations are doing it, or, or we my, did it, or the corner store, or now Big Dorito. This is Elizabeth Warren saying, fewer Doritos in your bag, fewer Oreos in your box, less toilet paper on your roll. New paragraph. You aren't imagining it. Big corporations really are making you pay the same amount, sometimes more, for less. It's called shrinkflation, and we've got to crack down on it. Yeah, it's shrinkflation because the doorknob in the White House is a <laughs> moron. Decided to pass a freaking uh, inflation reduction boondoggle giveaway, among other things. Did everything he could to put inflationary policies forward. Yeah, it, you can blame Doritos. Doritos wants to sell the old Doritos. They want to go back to how it used to be. They are also suffering from your inflationary policies. They're right. also suffering... They everything got smaller and more expensive because of you, White House, because of you, administration, because of you. People are spending more. And also all of you people who Trump gets some blame for this too, who add to the national debt, the thirty one trillion dollars. Right. Handing out free money. 
Yeah, and he got more free money now in college tuition forgiveness, which mm -hmm. of course is just is inflationary because what are the colleges going to do now? Of course, all these policies are inflationary. What are the colleges going to do now? Raise tuition. Of course they are. Yeah. It's freaking crazy. But that's what everybody does. Even when you put money well, back no, in people's pockets. It, that's why progressivism, you know, Michael Savage is right. It's a mental disease. Progressivism. So now you've got the Andover teachers blaming the school committee. They're getting rid of people. They want us to teach with a smaller staff now, you see? It's never your fault. It's never your fault. And you did this to it's us. It's weird. It's almost like the exact thing people predicted would happen happened. Right. <laughs> it's crazy how that works. Right. Now the Democrats run, you know, run, react as first responders saying, oh, my God, the kids are social and emotionally destroyed. What happened? Somebody locked them <laughs> up during COVID. Meanwhile, giving Randy Weingartner a freaking Medal of Freedom. Like, Jesus. Give me a break. All right. Uh, where to next? Disney, Albie? Or is there somewhere else you want to go first? Um, I wanted to... Uh, this is somebody whose name I first heard at the Grammys the other night. Mm -hmm. But and I know nothing about him other than this video that's out here right now. But did you see the Jelly Roll video? I love Jelly Roll. I actually wait. Did you actually know about Jelly Roll before, like yesterday? I ran into some kind of Jelly Roll like documentary, um, autobiography thing about three weeks ago. Well, I had not heard of him until the Grammys when He's he was like under. He was nominated for, for best drugs. new artist, right? And. Yeah. And then this video of him is on social media, and I'm like, what? I love this guy. Why do I? Oh, my God. I've never he's, heard of him. He is what so happened? good. He is so good. He's such a good singer, and he's like got such a good... He, there's all sorts of viral crap of him talking to different people. I mean, he, he fits in anywhere because he looks like a total effing mess. He could be a gangbanger. You could be, like, uh, you know, gay on Fire Island. It doesn't... This guy is the most extreme version of whatever you want. <laughs> and But he's, like, really talented and a really... He's an effing mess, and he and, and he talks about it. I mean, he's such, he's so. I don't even want to say. I appreciate it because it's almost vulnerable. Yeah, like if that's the right word. Do we have this somewhere? Is it down here? I just sent resent okay. it to you. I think right. I didn't even see this. Oh, the guy is. Yeah, no, he's fantastic, and in like, uh, and he leads with it. Like he is. You so can, what is he? What even genre of music is he? He's like to me, he's like a soul singer. I mean, but uh, I guess we can. Is it? Is he singing this? No. Okay. That's him. Okay. So, okay. so it's like country. Okay. I didn't see that part of it. I guess I don't know. So he's seen people in jail because he was apparently in jail for like a lot of his this. life. I just said this. He okay. was in jail. He dealt, dealt drugs, among other things. Okay. He's great and. Like all of his songs, and when he when he when he does stuff that I that I've seen, I really went in for him one night. Um, are from a total man at the bottom, depraved. Mm -hmm. Like I could die at any moment. I could relapse at any moment. I could go back into crime at any moment. Um, I'm I'm living on borrowed time. It's like he's frigging writing from the heart of a guy who was. At his most wretched, I I believe and I assume that he's big into Jesus now. I don't I don't know. I I, I forgot. Um, but but yeah, the guy's awesome. The guy is awesome. I it's he's an inspirational guy. He, he did something recently that I kind of feel. It was he did. I forgot what did Jelly Roll do. He did something. I don't know. This is the first I noticed him. He did something about a month ago that got, which is why I saw him in social media everywhere. That got me. That got me. Um, into something. Uh, let me see. Maybe there is something poetic about a 39-year-old man winning New Artist of the Year. I don't know where you're at in your life or what you're going through, but I want to tell you to keep going, baby. I want to tell you success is on the other side of it. I want to tell you it's gonna be okay. I want to tell you that the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror for a reason. It's so much more important than what's behind. 
Fuck, the guy is freaking awesome. Was it maybe? Oh, yes, this is it. Why he testified in front of Congress. That was About it. what? United States will die of a drug overdose, and it is almost a 72% chance that during those five minutes, it will be fentanyl-related. Having started that way, Chairman Brown, Ranking Member Scott, and esteemed committee members, thank you for having me. I know this is a bit of a curveball, but I like a little baseball myself. My name is Jason D. Ford, but to most I am known as Jelly Roll. I, it is important to establish earlier that I am a musician and that I have no political alliance. I am neither Democrat nor Republican. In fact, because of my past, my right to vote has been restricted. Thus far, I have never paid attention to a political race in my life. Ironically, I think that makes me the perfect person to speak about this because fentanyl transcends partisanship and ideology, gentlemen and women. This is a totally different problem. And uh, I was speaking outside to the media, and I, I gave them a statistic that said 190 people a day overdose and die every single day in the United States of America. That is about a 737 plane. That's what about a 737 aircraft can carry. Could you imagine the national media attention it would finish. get? Be a far bigger problem on the horizon in the form of a pharmaceutical drug. And then I watched opioids and oxycotton burst onto the scene. I'm here to tell y'all that fentanyl is going to make the Sackler family look like saints. And I want to let y'all sit with that for a second. It is time for us to be proactive and not reactive. We were reactive with crack, we were reactive with opioids, and y'all are taking the first step at somebody in Senate finally being proactive. I truly believe in my heart that this bill, that this bill will stop the supply and can help stop the supply of fentanyl. But in part of being proactive, gentlemen and, and women I, and, and ladies, I have to be frank and tell y'all that if we don't talk to the other side of Capitol Hill and stop the demand, we are going to spin our tires in the mud. Y'all are taking the first step, but I encourage you to take it outside of this room and you take it to your colleagues and your constituents and you give them the most that you can. I know I've got a few seconds here and Senator Brown said I may or may not go over. Um, all I want to say is that I not only encourage y'all to do this, I encourage y'all to take it a step further. At every concert I perform, I witness the heartbreaking impact of fentanyl. I see fans grappling with this tragedy in the form of music that they seek solace in music and hope that their experiences won't befall others. They crave reassurance. These are the people I'm here to speak for, y'all. These people crave reassurance that their elected officials actually care more about human life than they do about ideology and partisanship. I stand here as a regular member of society. I am a stupid songwriter, y'all, but I have firsthand witnessed this in a way most people have not. I encourage y'all to not only pass this bill, but I encourage you to bring it up where it matters at the kitchen table. There we go. Love Jelly Roll. We're Jelly Roll guys, right? I guess so. Morgan sent me some of his music. Morgan must Morgan love him. Morgan says he's known about him for years, and it's funny that we're all talking about him now. No, but I can definitely see that. Check that out after. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Okay, Tucker Carlson is in uh, Moscow, Moscow. Mm -hmm. to meet with Putin. I suppose it's happening at any time now. Uh, the media is all upset. You're not allowed to talk to Putin. Of course, NBC did two years ago. Ask you, can I matter. just ask you a direct question? Did you order Alexei Navalny's assassination? Of course not. We don't have this kind of habit of assassinating anybody. That's one. Number two is, I want to ask you, did you order the assassination of the woman who walked into the Congress and who was shot and killed by a policeman? Do you know that 450 individuals were arrested after entering the Congress and they didn't go there to steal a laptop? They came with political demands. 450 people have been detained. You're talking about the capital. They're looking at jail time between 15 and uh, 25 years. And they came to the Congress with political demands. Isn't that persecution for political opinions? <laughs> he knows what he's doing. I'll he give does. him that. <laughs> but, the, but the thing is that the, the American left makes it easy for him. Yeah. The American left spends its time talking about how horrible this country is, how mm -hmm. racist, how white supremacist, how insurrectionary it is. And so outside, all these uh, dictators say, hmm, well, it works for us. Take well, right. it down. And like, it's such a choice because I happen to be like kind of an American supremacist and 
think America is the greatest country ever. And like, yeah, we are better than these other countries. But the left does make it easy for them when they like do weaponize the Justice Department, when they do, you know, way overcharge all the January 6th people, when they this news, I was talking to you about this last night and this morning, like Jim Jordan has been tweeting about mm-hmm. how the, is it the House Oversight Committee, whoever has been um, looking at, has subpoenaed all these e- internal emails from Amazon that show that the Biden administration was asking them to move books that they disagreed with down in search results or remove them altogether. It's amazing. Like, and these people have the nerve to talk about like banning books to you and me because we don't want teachers to read porn to kids in school. Like that's they're literally like book burning. You're banning books. You have like pink going on tour and being like, we're giving out banned books like no books have been banned by the right. No, of course not. But you literally have the White House, the government of the United States of America. Well, I like how you just said that. Sound like Ann Coulter. You literally have the White House coordinating with something that like is a monopoly on the sales of books. Of course. You know, I'm a free market person, but Amazon's absolutely a monopoly. Let's not be ridiculous. They own other sites, too, that are like used bookseller websites and stuff. Like, if you want to buy a physical book, Amazon is like the number one place to do it by a lot. Yeah. By a lot, a lot. And quickly becoming edging out book publishers. Right. And a monopoly in lots of other areas, too. Not that we need to get into that, but... If you're talking about the accessibility of books, elementary school libraries are not the place. Amazon is the place. Right. So you'll notice the White House isn't going out here and pressuring school libraries to get rid of XYZ books because that's not the place where there's like full freedom of thought and full freedom of publishing and where books are published that challenge people's narratives, right? Like, right. But they're going after Amazon and Amazon has emails saying like, are you guys talking about censoring books for political reasons? Like in Amazon's internal emails as they're interacting with the white house, trying to figure out what the white house is telling them to do. Right. And how can you possibly. Sorry. Thank you. How can you possibly pretend that like we're better than these other countries like and i and i happen to think america is better than these other countries and like i have no love lost with putin right like he's a kgb thug like i'm not a communist i'm not for that whatever but you have people in the united states who want that kind of control over political opposition and Currently, right now, at this moment, they're actually in power in the United States, and they're trying to do that. So, like, you do make it very easy for him to point at the United States and say, yeah, you guys ban books, too. You guys arrest protesters, too. You guys throw your political opponents in jail, too. You prosecute them on bogus charges, too. Right? And, like, and I think Putin does all that stuff. I know there are apologists on the right. Like, I mean, Fuentes is all into, like, Putin's a good guy. I, all right. He's I mean, an idiot. I'm not... I... I don't have like illusions about how good a person Putin is. And he throws right wing people in jail. Alexei Navalny is a right wing nationalist who used to get accused of being racist by the left all the time before Putin went after him. Right. So it's not like a right wing left wing thing like Putin's. He's an authoritarian. He's a thug. He throws political opponents in jail. I don't want to see the United States be that. And people on the left do make it extremely easy for Putin to accuse the United States of being that, too. Also, what's the hot sauce? That is the Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked hotline where you can leave a chat chat message for the show. Do you guys have the number of that girl who slept with 20 people in like a three day period or whatever it was? I don't. She's Australian. Would you be decided, right? Um, I guess so. I don't know. I just want to uh, block it on my phone. Oh, really? Just in case. Yeah. Yep. Okay. When did... If we becoming, get it, we'll let you know. Uh, slut. Mm. When did slut shaming disappear? Why, why were we trying to normalize that kind of thing? We're Even sex for positive. guys. I- we're sex positive. Well... So this is my thought. I'm not actually on but. this. My thought is, um, like a guy would do that, or like if I were a guy and I could sleep with twenty, and I was younger, twenty two people in ten days, twenty two like attractive young women in the nineties. Hell yes, of course I would have. <laughs> I, I was a guy. This is like what you would do. It, I mean, may I or I think that's what you would do. I mean, I I was never offered, so I don't know. 
I would not. But but for a woman, um, I mean, the, the the thing about it is, and I know that it it's it's you know maybe the woman maybe she likes just the feeling of physicality or et cetera et cetera. But it's not a sporting game. She's like a fairly attractive blonde chick. I mean, there's there's no conquest there. Yeah, there could be people out there who would like really like you if you gave them a chance. Well, right. And, you know, the, the whole thing about a woman is that a guy is supposed to earn it. And so the value that you put on yourself, if you you make your market value, like basically nothing. So the market value for this lady, and you can probably tell by talking to her in the first 10 seconds, like, like, uh, how you doing? Are you, you uh, come here often? The moment she ge- you say that and she gives you, a, you know, bedroom eyes, you're like, oh, oh, this is going to be a really <laughs> easy night. I mean, you have I to. I don't even have to use my A game here. I just have to make sure the car starts and we're I good. Even, I even think for, like, an attractive woman, it does take some effort to get through 22 in 10 days, no? I wouldn't think so. But you I have to, like, I mean... I don't even, that's more than two a day. Well, I mean. I don't even like run into that many men a day. Well. You have to put some effort Well, I assume in. she went where the men are, <laughs> on her vacation, where the men are. Um, I, it seems like. But it seems like you'd have to be very regimented about it. Are you going to their place? Are they going to your hotel? Are you kicking them I out? I mean, like, I think you have to be, like, doing it on the plane and in, like, the bar bathroom at that point. Like, how do you even, there's not time I, to go places. Can I give you a rated R? Okay. A rated R experience of my life that has to do with me having sex with another woman before I knew you. Sure. Um, I worked at the front desk of the hotel. Mm-hmm. And this is right before I got a dated supple. Right before. So this is, like, 1997. Mm-hmm. And this woman, very cute woman, brown hair um, from New Jersey. Of course, I love the accent. Uh, checked in, and then she came down again after she checked in and started talking to me. The guy who was with, remember I told you about Renee? Mm-hmm. The guy who was from like, uh, I forgot where Renee was from. He was like, like from Morocco or something. He mm-hmm. had, he was, uh, um, I guess he might have been, I don't know if he was a Christian anyway, but he was from like. The Maghreb. He was, he was a, he was a, a Muslim and something. And he said, he was saying like, uh, when she left and she said, I'll be back right back. I want to talk to you. She's like, he, I mean, he was saying to me, uh, no, she obviously likes me, but I'll let you talk to her. And I was like, Renee, <laughs> she's coming to talk to me. And what are you saying? <laughs> this is the guy who used to talk about the big dick. Mm-hmm. Who used to say, because we had the big dig in Boston, <laughs> and because he had an accent, he maybe he's Syrian, I don't even know what he was. But, um, but Renee, people would come drive and say, man, it took a long time to get here from the, ho- from the airport. It was supposed to be just two and a half miles. Oh, all this construction, whatever. And he would say, yes, well, let me tell you a little bit of something called the big dick. And I'd be like, Renee, stop saying that. Stop saying that. But he would always do it. He always thought he was charming. I thought so the story was going to be about a girl. He always said, we have a little thing here called the big dick. Always Renee with his big dick. Always. with with. <laughs> I had a job. I was, I, was, I was 24 working in a hotel. I was already miserable. We're getting yelled at by people. The hotel was being... Renovated anyway, and let me tell you a little bit about the big dick. So anyway, Renee kept saying that he was, she was, she was she hitting liked on him, right. Yeah. But he said, "But I will let you have her." I'm going, "Okay, big dick, you can let me have it. Thank you very much." So anyway, she actually, um, she actually, um, she was a businesswoman, like I said, from New Jersey, and she met me out. This is actually this is an important one because my friend had told me Jay. Mm-hmm. I had I had been so unsuccessful that year in like hooking up whatsoever that my friend Jay bet me around this time that if I did he would go out in his wife's wedding dress one night with me. Okay. And so bang, here she comes. So she meets me out. We go back to the hotel, and mm-hmm. she's out there in business. So and you how know, many hours had you known her? I don't know. Two. Okay, so but that's my point. Is I no, guess, but, but, like, but let me tell you something. So the point is this: point isn't that that because she saw a guy, and obviously she's attractive. She's a businesswoman. Obviously, a guy is always yes, of course, my God. <laughs> but no, the real point is this. Okay, is that she woke up at six in the morning, and guess what she said to me? I don't know what. I uh, can't imagine. Leave. 
<laughs> it was so transactional. She needed to get to the next person no, to get through her 22 in 10 so. days? No, no, no. But no, you would have to be that cold. If you're going to work, she was going to her job, but she just had... she. Well, had to, yeah, if you're going to get through 22 in 10 days, you'd have to treat it like a job, though. Well, right, exactly. So like, to, it's a very cold thing to hear that. It's like, <laughs> just leave. I mean, I have like cute stuff to do after thought. I, mean, maybe I have we to impress you. Maybe we can do it again. Maybe apologize for how bad I was. You know, maybe, maybe, nope. Can you leave, please? Leave. Okay. Leave. And then she came back. I was dating Supple, and she came back to the hotel and asked to have a. Um, she actually asked to have an arrangement because she was getting a long term stay apartment in Central Square and asked if I'd come over while she was in Central Square. And of course, I had a girlfriend at the time. God damn it. That makes me angry. <sighs> Sorry about that. So that was over. I apologize, Janine or whoever you were. Oh, Imagine that. How good it would have been for my ego to be used every time for her <laughs> business trips. <sighs> Missed out on so much. I apologize. We're not even through Dr. Cheswick's. <laughs> Why don't you Jesus. let him play his message? Really just, can I just get a psychiatrist? <laughs> I mean, I knew guys who would just sleep with anybody. And I always, uh -oh. I was always like, why, why are you doing that? Like, Well, hold on. I wouldn't sleep with anybody. I liked attractive people. My challenge was attractive but people didn't body want count, to be with me. Body count didn't bother you, though. Body count? Oh, no. no. I mean, to sleep with? I don't know. But, but I had friends, some of them who are listening right now, who would truly sleep with anybody. And that was in the 90s. Some of the... But recency and frequency didn't get to you. She could have come right off the last one and it wouldn't bother you. No, because there was an attractive woman who wanted to have sex. I wasn't, we were dating. I didn't have to, I have no reason to be insecure about anything. I don't know anything. I know that she was a traveling businesswoman who made, put her station above mine. <laughs> okay. What is the, I didn't understand the point of it. They, they had no connection other than. Don't tell me about your sexual escapades as a, like we're equal quid pro quo thing. Me? Because I can't handle hearing yours. I don't have You have them. to suffer through mine because I'm wretched. I don't have that. Okay. No. They wanted to, to just have sex. Yeah, that was it. It was it was a, it was a sort it's of a, pathetic and disappointing. Frankly, Doctor Cheswick, I agree with you. That a guy would just yes. No, it's what we used to do when men were young and straight no, and, and had testosterone. You would look at women and hope to hook up with them. That was the entire reason for the nineties. That is why I came into this relationship. If you relationship. Woke up with the girl who's doing 22 guys in 10 days, that means she slept with somebody else less than 12 hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. It's... I don't control time. No. <laughs> okay. Like us, their soul was outside of their body. Can you give me a 48-hour window since your last man before we hook up, please? I mean, it's a little... Disconcerting. In their body. I mean, if I, I don't want to pass them in the hallway. I mean, but <laughs> do whatever they want. And then they just had no respect for people. That was something else I didn't understand. All right. Also, if you listen to, um, I don't know if you listen to Bridget Phetasy, but she Lover. wrote a letter to her daughter. Who actually follows me, let the record show. Wow. On Twitter, we have famous. DM'd each other over the years. But now she's too cool for me. I have asked her to come on the podcast. Or, you know what? You just don't ask people to come on in DMs on Twitter because they don't like I that. think people who have a lot of followers on Twitter just don't see a lot of stuff because they get so I want her to me. like me. I'm sure she just didn't see her messages. But honey. she's, she's formerly, that. when she was drinking, et cetera, very promiscuous. After she was born. And it was about how she was apologizing for being a slut growing up. And how women's groups made her believe that that was empowering and how it made you more of a person with, um, you know, governance over your own body. Mm -hmm. But in the end, it wound up hurting her. Yeah. And, and Alice, okay. you've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. There's a kind of girl who, like, uh, wears sunglasses and smokes stogies with the boys and will like casually hook up with one of the guys. Mm. Kind of like, I don't want to say kind of like, but I, I used to know a bunch of girls like that who are like quality, quality. I mean, that's so much a thing. It's like a meme, the not like the other girls. 
right thing. Right, and a lot of them, a lot of them, I remember just or just from a group of friends I had were really actually in love with some of the guys in the group, but couldn't act like it. They had mm-hmm. to act like, oh, I'm just hooked up with whatever, just because of whatever. But they were mostly just like in love. Mm-hmm. Girls aren't guys. It's it's two totally, yeah. totally different things. Which is why they then go boy sober and pretend like they've invented something. Remember we talked about boy sober the other night? Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. Is it true? Like, wow, this is great for my mental health, not sleeping with everybody. Weird. This isn't celibacy. Don't get that wrong. This isn't, that's what my, you know, square evangelical family thinks is celibacy. But this isn't that. This is boy sober. I've invented this. This is new. So is there any truth into the rumor that is allegedly going around that I just now made up? That Alice ties you up and force feeds you see Alice. I just want to have this on the record. Yeah. If this is any of this <laughs> There's that I've to that. just made up, true. Justin, that All is, right. I can confirm that is, <laughs> that is true. That is true. Is that, it's not, it's not, is it Cialis or the other Levitra. one? Levitra. Levitra, yeah, yeah. It's great stuff. Generic, yes. Great stuff. Get it through Amazon. It's much cheaper that way. It's, it's just, it's much cheaper. It's much cheaper than it used to be back when I was a drug runner for other stuff which we won't get into now i've already gotten into it right hmm? i've already gotten into my days of having to bundle in doctor shop so i can get my friends my <laughs> levitra because they were all too ashamed. i think we're past that everybody can go to amazon now. i know but there was a t- uh, well, some Speaking other of monopolies hi steve from Aramac. hey steve regarding yesterday's segment on the ski bomb lifestyle yes. uh, and how racist it is I know Morgan and I brought it up in the chat, but you never mentioned it. Uh, how in the hell can you tell what race somebody is when they're skiing? Mm. Like, I can only uh, speak for myself, but, you know, you wear a head cover that covers your neck, your mouth, etc. You're wearing a helmet and goggles over that. You're wearing a scarf around your neck as well. So- ah, skiers are such DBs. Oh, God. Not you, Steve, or Morgan. Oh, but God. You can't see anything there. Your hands are covered with gloves. I just keep thinking of the guy who, on Better F Dead, like raced uh, John Cusack and the K-12 house. Remember that movie? Mm. Huh? We still haven't talked about house, Cool Runnings house, on here. Remember that movie? Better Off Dead? No. We still haven't talked about so Cool I, Runnings I, on here. Let's see finish off. Okay. He called out for okay. stepping on. <laughs> So I, this is just like something that's made up out of whole cloth. And by the way, she's acting like the ski bum lifestyle is something you aspire to. <laughs> I don't know. The the first thing I think of when I think of a ski bum, I'm sure they're very nice people, but it's like you know maybe get a life. You yeah. know, I, I, I don't. Know. I apologize. No, it's the alpine version of a skateboarder, really, but it takes a little bit more money. I don't know. The whole, like, if you're into it, the whole, like, I, I, I am so petrified of going down a hill fat. I can't imagine it. I like the, the ski lodge, and I like the idea of, like, cute ski bunnies, I think. But um, You but, like a hot tub after the skiing. I'm not going shirtless in front of people, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but, but yeah, the, I mean, the whole idea. But also, Steve, the fact that Ski Magazine has to make a, a uh, identity hire, and they hire somebody who's going to call all the skiers racist is, to me, just like the most poetic and like beautiful sign of 24, 2024 that I can imagine. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Of course, if you don't like listening with ads or if you want to join us for the live stream and the chat and all that now stuff. Now on two speakers. Now on two speakers, exactly. The live stream now comes through both headphones. Um, if you like to do that, that's at patreon.com slash burn barrel. Of course, if like me, you like saving money, you can listen for free. Um, that is at burnbarrelpodcast.com. You can find the place to leave chat chat messages. You can find links to all the different places to listen to the podcast. We love you guys. We will see you tomorrow. Say la fee. That's disgusting. Don't play that. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.